0: Breakfast at the Broker every Tuesday morning. I can't wait till you see this next guest. And here, and now, the moment you all have been waiting for. Boys and girls around the world, let's get ready to broker. By way of Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. She is the Director of Business Development for Guardian Angels Inspection, LLC. She graduated from Briarcliff College. She's the Master of Marketing Madness. She's a member of the Affiliate Committee of the Broward Palm Beach and St. Lucie Realtors. Her hometown is Miami, Florida. She's a philanthropist, a daughter, the oldest sister of five, and can always find her on the dance floor. Stand up and make some noise for Gina Saban. Hi. The crowd goes wild. What's going on?
1: Well, luckily, I have you to be right next to me on the dance floor. (laughs) Yes, yes.
0: (laughs) I tell you, um... You know, I usually like to laugh at myself, yes. (laughs) So, um, you know, listen, you've been very involved in the association. Um, You obviously um, have been a business development manager and really have uh, done a great job with Guardian. And um, tell us a little bit about Guardian um, uh, Angels Inspections and and maybe their story, because their story is a unique one. And, you know, people love stories, right? They don't tell their story enough. And so we would love to hear the story again.
1: Great. I love to tell it because it is outstanding and it is a huge reason, I think, why we are so successful and have gone so far and made so many great relationships. I mean, I literally have more close and better friends than I've had in my entire life. Really? You still like people. I haven't said that before, (laughs) by the way. I'm saying that for the first time right now, but I really have realized that. Especially after my birthday this year, it's just unbelievable. Thank you. You're
0: welcome. I don't know when that was, but this is a couple birthday. weeks ago. Okay.
1: <laughs> and I have made the greatest, most outstanding people, you included. <laughs> Honestly, I'm telling you, this has been wonderful. But about Guardian Angel, we originated due to a life tragedy. In a young couple's life, Ricky and Jessica, a lot of people know them. They go to a lot of events, and they were the ones that started out with the business development I have taken over since. But the community came together in such a big way for them through their tragedy. And I mean people they didn't even know were having fundraisers for them. I mean from all over the place, from other states. I mean it was so overwhelming that they just took a step back and they said, we need to reevaluate our lives here.
0: So what happened? Like, what, what was their tragedy?
1: So, they lost their two-year-old in a drowning, 2014.
0: Yeah, it's... A, it's a, no, it's a, it's a sad thing, but, you know, and... I mean, and, and I don't want to minimize this, certainly. Um, but, like, you know, turning, it, like, a tragedy like that and, you know, a very negative um, tragedy... I mean, you can't even... You know, begin to understand, right? But turning that and doing something, um, you know, and, and putting it in a positive light, and really making a difference in not just you know their lives, because it, it certainly probably helps them keep going and 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 and, and live on. Um, but also other you know other people that they're instilling and and, and putting in safety. So, to tell us a little bit about what their uh, charity is that they, uh, they support on, on the inspection level and, um, you know, and how it came about.
1: So they, uh, by the way, are still together. Mm. They had another child, beautiful little Matthew, and they also have an older uh, son, Lex, and they are just an outstanding family. They're always together. They do everything together. So it definitely has changed things for the better. And we give a portion of our profits every year to the Live Like Jake, which is a drowning awareness foundation. If anybody wants to give to a charity, they're local in Palm Beach Gardens. Last year, they taught 400 infants when they fall in a body of water how to flip over and float on their back and cry until somebody rescues them, wow. along with burial, hospital, and swimming lessons that they help people around you know, the nation. They are amazing. We sponsored their 5K this year, over a thousand runners. Wow, As that's awesome. Them, I'm sorry about that. I mean, I do a few 5Ks a year, and that one is just blows all of them away.
0: That's really cool.
1: And people come from everywhere right. to go to that because there are people who have lost children, you know, due to that. And in Florida, it's the leading cause of death. I mean, it is terrible. Yeah. So this year we decided to do something different. We are putting everybody home that we inspect all year into a raffle and quarterly we draw a name of the a home that did not have a pool around their fence so all the names go into a raffle we pull the name and we install a fence around their pool awesome so we had our first one in march and a young family one they were the Cohens out of davie and it's funny because when we called them and told them they had said you're never going to believe this, but our in-laws live on the block and they have a toddler. And they said, we're not coming over until you put a, a fence around your mm-hmm. pool. Mm. And then a couple days later, they found out they were pregnant. Wow. So going there and speaking to the family and being there for the install was just like, ugh, love my job. Yeah. I, I can't believe I'm involved in, you know, doing something and helping. And, and along with that, I'm getting paid for it. <laughs> I would do it for free. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, you know, in Florida, as you said, it's, you know, a, a, a huge cause of death. And, and, and you know, and, and it's interesting because not everyone believes that their kids should, you know, have swim lessons or not everyone believes that they need to swim. You know, I see, you know, kids that are five, six, seven years old that don't know how to swim. And, you know, certainly in Florida with so many bodies of water, pools, lakes, you know, beaches, canals, you know, um, it's so important. So, uh, you know, we, you know, we work, right. We work for money. We, we go out and we, we, you know, we, on our daily life, we do all these different things. But the one thing, you know, sometimes we forget is that, you know, making a difference is so much more rewarding than the, you know, you know, the lack of intrinsic value of a, of a dollar. Right. I mean, you know, because the money just allows us to fund things that we want to do. And, you know, certainly like, you know, give to causes and, and be, uh, you know, philanthropists and such. So, you know, all that is great, but making a difference is so much greater.
1: It is. Yeah. And honestly, it's the first time in my life other than, I mean, before Guardian Angel, I spent 30 years in the special needs business, which I loved. And, you know, you feel like you're giving back, but, you know, just being around them is such a, a, a heartwarming you know, I never thought I could do something better than that. You know what I mean?
0: Well, it takes a special person to to be in the special needs, you know, because, you know, I, I mean, and I see it and you have to have a significant amount of patience and, and whatnot. And I see that the Jewish Community Center, they have the, the COVID, uh, COVID, Um and, um, you know and what they're doing over there is amazing. We had uh, the CEO Marty Haber on um, not too long ago. And, you know, we talked a little bit about that. And, and Emily Grabowski is also, um, uh, you know, really, really does a, does a great job there as well. So, you know, getting back to like making a difference, you know, not everyone has that story, right? Not everyone, well, I mean, thankfully, you know, um, but not everyone has a tragedy in their life. You know, how do you get into a, a path of trying to make a difference, right? Like what, where, where do you go? Like, as far as like, if you're a, you know, you know, you're a leader and, 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 you know, in, in a business and, and you want to look at making a difference um, not in just your life, obviously, but making a difference in other people's lives.
1: That's a great question. <laughs> and I really could not have given you an answer before a couple of years ago. So, This will probably shock everybody that knows me, but two years ago, when uh, I had my first review with Guardian Angel, Jessica was going to fire me. Mm. (laughs) That sounds Mm. crazy. And I laugh about it, but it's such a scary thing. But I was in the wrong position. I was hired to do something else there. Mm. And my husband almost died from covid and I had to spend three months rehabilitating him because he was paralyzed from the neck down from being on the ventilator for wow. three weeks. He wasn't supposed to live. So it's a wonderful thing. So through that time, Jessica realized, you know, Gina's is in the wrong position. So it's funny. Everything happens for a reason. Sure. When I came back, she sort of demoted me. And I was a little upset about it. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to roll with it. God's will. I'm just going to go with it. And This is the position I was in and guardian angel. When we hire somebody now and we learn this through growing pains, they go through an AcuMax test and that test, it's not a pass or fail. It's a, are you right for the company? And are you right for this position? So in the end it saves everybody heartache, Mm -hmm. you know, us spending the money training them, you taking the time to learn a new business You know, and it's been amazing. But what Jessica realized was this is what I'm good at and what I love. And if I can make a difference to anyone out there today, I challenge you to find out what you're good at and what you love. And your life will be amazing. Anything that comes along that seems sad or bad or whatever is going to be minimal because you are so happy and such a positive person. Because you're where you need to be.
0: No, but it, you know it, it's it's hard to do that, right? Obviously, it's um, you got to self reflect. Uh, you have to really um, think about what your strengths are. And and there was a book uh, a while ago, um, and I something about you know dis- I think it was discover your strengths and and something of like your weaknesses, and I forget the exact name, but. And start out with discover your strengths, and and basically the premise of the book was, hey, you know, everyone tries to bring their weaknesses up to average, right? Because you're never going to bring your weakness to a strength. It just doesn't happen. Um, you know, when they really should be doing is mastering their strengths because their strengths are usually something they love to do. You know, um, because they're strong at it right? You, you know, we tend to want to be strong at something. And when we are, we love and we have passion and, and such. And it's easier um, to your point to make a difference. So discovering your strengths and mastering those are much more important than trying to bring your weaknesses up to maybe average, right? So, uh, you know, I encourage people to look, you know, not just really in front of them, kind of look at the big picture um, and look at making a difference. All right, let's talk about inspections. Okay. All right. Um, so where do you service? Where's the inspection uh, service?
1: We've recently branched all the way out through Orlando. Actually, I believe in May. And we go all the way south to Miami, and we go out to Hendry County. Only about three inspections out there a What's year. What's Hendry County? <laughs> That's like Belle and uh, way out west, like southern...
0: Oh, I don't, way out there I don't yeah. even know where it is.
1: like very few inspections but nobody will go there so we do and we go out to Okeechobee, which is another place where there right aren't a lot of homes but we do go out there
0: that's cool all right so what makes you know listing agent takes on a, a, a property um and, and I, I to this day i don't really understand why listing agents don't do this more but um to really get a pre-inspection and to understand because in any other business, right. Or any other thing that you're doing, you want to have all the information so that you can make an informed decision. Not all of us will go, go ahead and, you know, we try and, we may try and convince the seller and the seller's like, no, I'm not doing a, you know, I'm spending five, $600 for an inspection. When that really just saves you from the deal, especially in this market that's kind of been changing a little bit, um, a little bit stagnant, I would say. Um, and so we're looking, we're going into a point where days on the market are a little bit longer. Um, it's a little harder, a little bit more difficult to sell. So when you get that buyer under contract, you probably want them to stick. And so how, you know, how does your pre-listing uh, or pre-listing uh, uh, inspection work?
1: That is such a great point And I do not understand, you know, Kind of being new to this business, you know, a couple years new, I don't understand why people don't do pre-listing inspections. Like I I feel like we should be doing way more of those than you know the regular inspection. But a pre-listing inspection is going to give you all the information before that buyer comes in and gives their offer. You know, you're you're not gonna have any surprises. You can fix what you wanna fix, hire who you wanna hire, not be against the gun and have like a $500 $500 fix turn into 2000 because you have to do it right away or they want you to take it out at closing because it seems like not a big deal if it comes out at closing because, you know, it's coming out of a big chunk. So you're like, eh, I don't feel it. Well, guess what? It adds up. This way, you know, everything, you know, everything up front, this is what we fixed. This is what we're disclosing. We're giving at, at the closing table and you know this lets the agent work their magic and figure everything out what they want to do but there's no surprises makes for a smoother transaction and with guardian angel all of the warranties transfer to the buyer and the 90 day warranties get extended to 120 and they get a 5 year roof leak warranty so imagine your buyer coming up and you going here's the inspection report this is everything that's been fixed we're just closing this and crediting this at closing, and your home is coming with all these free warranties. Amongst them, a five-year roof leak warranty. Love it. You don't think that looks good?
0: Yeah, no, I love mean, it, especially, especially nowadays where, um, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of houses are being sold with older roofs. Um, and they're going to need that five-year effective use, uh, useful life. And if they don't have it, uh, they can't get insurance. So, uh, it's not a question of, uh, if, you know, you, you need it.
1: And what's lining up right now a little bit. You just made me think of this is the insurance companies want at least five years of life on the roof Mm -hmm. Well, they're getting a five-year roofly quarantine. You know what I mean? Absolutely. There's a couple, John and Kate and Sandy Casey that, they start, started this kind of campaign. They put in a magazine. They said, "If we sell your home, it comes with a pre-listing inspection and all these warranties." And I got them a nice little professional folder together. And they, you know, that they present that when they're going to meet with somebody to sell their home. And I think a lot of agents that I have have learned about the pre-listing inspections, and they're doing more.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, quite honestly, you know, when you look at, you know, how the market is going, um, I think that's going to be a trend that's going to continue that uh, you want to know, you know, because honestly, like a buyer, a prospective buyer comes in, brings an inspector, inspector tells you your house is falling down and whatnot. And so you look at it, scares the buyer and the buyer runs away. Well, if you have a pre-listing, at least you have some information and some proof that maybe that wasn't exactly how, you know, because it's not supposed to be subjective, but we know how inspections are. They tend to be subjective. One person may think may look at a, you know, a, a old stain and, and think that you know it, the, there's a foundation issue, and the other one, you know, will say no. The sprinklers came into the stucco leak, and and you know you just have to caulk uh, and seal the outside stucco leaks, you know, to to prevent uh, any future right. So. It's just it's just a, a different thought process. I mean, subjectivity shouldn't be injected into an inspection, but, you know, a lot of times it is, unfortunately.
1: I think Ricky learned that early on, and one thing that he's trained all the inspectors on is to leave speculation out, deliver the facts in a non-alarming way. And Guardian Angel's motto is everything can be fixed. Yeah. It's up to you guys to negotiate and take it from there.
0: Sure. Love it. So... Let's talk about the affiliate, right? So, you know, a lot of people have, uh, you know, they see their local realtors association. They know realtors are members of the association. Um, you know, we're members of the Broward, Palm Beach, and St. Lucie Realtors, and you know, not a lot of people understand or know that it, as a, a affiliate, you can actually be in a member of the association, right? Not everyone knows that. Um, how has been? How has your experience been? Uh, being an affiliate, and being involved in the association?
1: I absolutely love the association. It has been just such an amazing experience for me. And like I said, I, I have the greatest friends, and most of them are in the association. And I did not realize until events started coming up, and you know they were asking me to join certain committees, and I was covering the whole territory. So I had said to them, I really want to become a member somewhere, but I can't right now because I'm the type of person where I want to give 100%. I don't want to give, you know, 80 here and 80 there or whatever. Like, I want to do my best at everything, and I didn't feel like I could commit yet. Mm -hmm. But Jameson (laughs) didn't care what I said, and Mm -hmm. she signed me up for the affiliate committee. Well, as usual, I have to thank her. She's been really just amazing for me and and knows I, I what I need she, I think she
0: turns 40 in a couple of days yes
1: you yeah. just had her party right yeah,
0: yeah. so you know um, you know I, to those affiliates right looking to get business and looking to differentiate themselves from other affiliates you know how do they get involved and should they get involved are you is it leading to business really is it leading to business are you are you getting business from the association?
1: Well, I'll tell you that I originally, uh, Jessica was, Ricky and Jessica are friends with my neighbors. That's how I met them 10 years ago. And they would every now and then ask me to work for them. I'm like, no, no, I'm retiring where I'm at, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I said, you know, I'm just not a salesman. I'm not a salesman. I, I am not, I am a straightforward, from my heart kind of person. Well, you know, getting to know them more and more and going through things with them. I was like, wow, they're really good people. You know, I really need to look at this more. And her and I spent an hour on the phone one day and I was sold. I left my job right then. So I went into this job and I basically just make friends and build relationships. And that's what I'm good at. That's what I love. I love people. I love helping. And it's unbelievable that you I'm so appreciative. I do. Really? <laughs>
0: That's annoying.
1: But you know what's so great <laughs> is ninety nine percent of the people that I have met are awesome. They they appreciate you and they want you and they, and they you know, I've never been in such a place where my efforts were going good. And I was feeling good about it because sometimes people want to beat you down when you're like that. And that's kind of how I went for a long time, my life.
0: So those affiliates that are listening now that are not involved in the association, certainly not on the affiliate committee, um, really don't go to marketing madness. Don't go to a a lot of these. And and this isn't just locally, right? This is any local realtors association. They all have events. They all have some degree of marketing madness or, or such. Um, You know, would you recommend them getting involved in order to gain business?
1: Okay, so here's the direct answer to that question. Yes, I bring in in around 25 inspections out of maybe the 90 to 100 that we do a week. And 50% of them come from things in the association all added up.
0: That's a pretty big deal.
1: That's a big deal. It
0: is. So if you want to double your income might be a good idea
1: and honestly it's super simple it's go to everything that you can and have fun yep i don't talk about guardian angel unless somebody asks me sorry ricky and jessica Yeah. but you know i really just i'm there if somebody needs something or i go early to things and i try to help because i want to and they like me too and they thank me and they appreciate me and i love it it just makes me want to do more and more
0: and, and you're present, right? So you're present and engaged. So I met Ricky and Jessica at a, um, at, I think, throw social at an event um, with the association. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to go there as a requirement and it was mandatory to, <laughs> to go. Um, but, you know, I, I met them and um, they were really great. And I'm like, all right, we just, you know, we have in our endorsed services provider program, we just um, lost the uh, inspection company. And we already had, you know, we only, happened at two. And so we were talking and, and one thing led to another. And then, you know, we're in the, uh, um, you know, doing business together. And, and that's really how it happens, right? It happens naturally. But you have to be engaged. And, and I guess that's the big thing with, you know, certainly affiliates, you have to be engaged.
1: Yeah, you really have to put your business and, you know, making money and being successful behind you. <laughs> like, I know that sounds crazy, but, it's what I did. It's the only way I was going to do it because I can't be a salesman. And it worked. Thank God it worked because I'm, you know, doing very well for Guardian Angel. And it's doing even better for me. I mean, I couldn't be happier. They're happy. It's a win-win.
0: And you got to be true to yourself, right? If you're the sales guy, be the sales guy, you know, or saleswoman. You know, if you are if you are subtle, you know, and, and, and just, you know, going to have fun and whatnot, then be that. But, you know, too often we try to be something that we're not. And, you know, it falls on deaf ears. I mean, we, I mean, you and I, we could look at, you know, people and and know whether or not they're sincere or genuine, right? Most people can as well. And, you know, it's important to come off uh, genuine and sincere um, and true to your personality.
1: And I'm going to throw that right back at you because (laughs) in my experience... And, you know, you talked about meeting Ricky and Jessica, and they were like, wow, we love David Searle. You need to go <laughs> to his office. They gave me a check, brought that to your office. I met um, Roxana at the time, and Lisi. Yeah. So sweet. I was so happy to go there, and, and you guys were amazing. And then, you know, a year and a half later, things were kind of slow between us, and I kind of pulled you aside and spoke with you about it, and you were like, you know what? Let's see what we can do about that. And, you know, you're not giving us any more money until this is a win-win situation. And that is someone I really want to do business with and be around. That's you well, in I your office.
0: It. I appreciate it. It's about a collaborative effort. It's about um, strategic partners, uh, being, you know, surrounding yourself with good people, people that have the same interest as you, and, you know, continuing to prop up each other. You know, we don't need to beat each other down. Um, you know, we need to make sure that we're more collaborators rather than competitors. And, um, and, uh, so I, I very much value and appreciate every, you know, um, affiliate relationship that we have. So, uh, thank you. So let's go one, one, uh, one, uh, I'll give you three words. All right. Three words. What, what does leadership mean to you in three words? All right. We'll give you five words.
1: Okay. Honesty, motivation, drive.
0: Honesty, motivation, drive. Love it. You got to be honest in your business, right? You got to be motivated or driven, right? So, yeah, I love it. Um, So I always end the podcast on two questions. You ready for them? No. Great. Awesome. (laughs) You might have not... You didn't do your research. Did you listen to this
1: podcast? I have actually. Uh, oh, a kidding. few times.
0: So you didn't listen to the end. <laughs> Maybe not. Just kidding. <laughs> so breakfast is the broker, right?
1: Yes. This is breakfast with the broker? Yes, just making sure.
0: Um, so I always end the podcast on two questions. What is your favorite all-time streaming series? Like, you know, on Netflix, Hulu, whatever it is. Um, you know, what's that series that just jumps out at you? Um, if you don't watch that series, you know, maybe a movie that jumps out. And what are you currently watching?
1: Okay. Well, I would say of all time would have to be Grey's Anatomy.
0: (laughs) You know, my kid, you know, it's weird about that. (laughs) My 14 year old kid loves Grey's Anatomy. Right. You know, and, and, you know, obviously the reruns are and stuff like that. And I think about like, you know, the stuff that like we would watch as kids that, you know, our parents like watched or whatever, you know, I mean, Barely watch because the TV's just started to come in, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but like you know, and I, I start to look at that, and and, I, and I'm I'm going walking in the living room, and I see my, my daughter Romy, looking at a uh, you know watching Grey's Anatomy, and I'm like, you're what? She's like, oh yeah, I love that show. <laughs> so that's awesome. What are you currently watching?
1: Uh, my husband and I, of course, don't agree on everything. We're total opposites, but uh, he likes Alone, and I started getting into that. What's alone? It's. Do you, do
0: you know what channel it's on or streaming series? Streaming. Uh, uh
1: I want to say it's Discovery. Okay. And it, it's they take one person and they put them somewhere in like total desolation, and they have to. There's like ten of them, in you know they're five miles apart, and they all have to survive for a certain amount of days. Whoever survives the longest wins a five hundred thousand dollars. Oh my God but we're talking like hardcore, not like naked and afraid. Like this is like serious. Nobody is there. They have a, a satellite phone for an emergency to tap out and that's it. And it's pretty hardcore, I have to say.
0: Forget that. I'd <laughs> I, i I'd be tapping out in eight seconds. <laughs> I would be tapping out um, as soon as someone, so it's funny because I, I, I use the eight second thing, right? The average time that, Someone comes to my house and stays in my house because me, wife, three kids, whatever, you know, um, it's eight seconds.
1: <laughs> oh, that reminds yeah. me of my rodeo days. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, you know, thank you very much. You I really appreciate you coming on the, uh, breakfast with the broker podcast and where can we find guardian angels inspections and in, in you?
1: Me? I'm everywhere. So if you're going to go somewhere fun, I'm going to be there. Oh, and by the way, tonight is the RPAC fundraiser. Oh, yes it
0: is. Celebrity bartending. RPAC fundraiser. Uh, yes. That and where is. is it?
1: At Bonefish Max in Wellington, 530 to 730. Very nice. Come support me and especially RPAC. And RPAC mm-hmm. is not just for Realtors. It's for the affiliates as well. Because if you guys aren't working, we're not working. So this is a win-win for everybody. Everybody should go there. And if not, they should donate. You can call Sierra or Nate with the association or call anyone, and they'll send you to the right place to make a donation. And for as little as $25, you can become an RPAC investor. So it's a win-win. The money really just goes in turn to you and to help you.
0: Give me me your RPAC pitch. Why – why would someone donate to RPAC? I mean, they think about political and they're like, eh, I'm out. Like Politics, especially in this world, I wouldn't want to do that, would you?
1: Well, as many people <laughs> don't want to be involved in politics, it really has so much to do with you. For instance, how about all those realtors that were able to work during COVID? Sure. Guess why? Yeah, it was just... RPAC went and fought the government to deem you um, essential. And we were the first state to have realtors able to work during COVID. So our, our PAC is pretty badass.
0: It is, um, you know, it does, uh, you know, and I think it's a misconception and, you know, certainly with all the issues surrounding <clears throat> Florida seems to always be in the spotlight. Um, and, you know, when we look at our pack, you know, we advocate for private property um, um, owner's rights, right? And so, you know, clean water, important i think especially in florida right a little bit um i mean that's not a partisan issue it's a bipartisan issue right i would think affordable home ownership yeah nope bipartisan right so you know consumer advocacy um you know a lot of these things that we're we're building on right property insurance we're trying to lower property insurance we're trying to um uh you know get sensible condo reform as opposed to the overreaction what we did before because uh you know, when you look at uh, the awful tragedy of Surfside, you know, I mean, that was, you know, we overreacted in the sense of, all right, well, every building needs to get a uh, structural engineering. Well, well, we forgot about how many structural engineers there actually are. And so even if we had a structural engineer on the job like every day, I think the, I saw a statistic that it wouldn't be till like 2027 to complete these projects, right? So, um, and we, we're supposed to be completed by uh, the end of 2024, not going to happen, right? So we're looking for sensible condo reform. We don't get involved in social issues. Um, we are a very inclusive um, organization. We uh, we give to LGBTQ. We give to uh, minority associations, uh, Chamber of Commerce. You know, um, we're big into the community. So Realtor Political Action Committee, when you're giving your money, you're not giving your money for any of the social issues or any of the political agendas, you're giving the agenda of the private property owner rights. And that's what we believe in. And that's what we'll continue to believe in. So thank you for your RPAC pitch, too. And that's <laughs> great
1: That's great that you guys are so streamlined like that. And honestly, I would challenge any affiliate that is not an RPAC major investor. That is so important. And Guardian Angel is. And we know the importance of that.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you, Gina. That's all we have. Breakfast with a Broker every Tuesday. Talk to you soon.